Welcome to the end of religious Christianity. If you're truly born again, you've got the joy of the Lord inside of your spirit. You've got power inside of your spirit. My gift from God is to move you into your spirit, man, where God is, where you know all things, where things present and things to come are yours. Come with me into the kingdom of God. Hey guys, welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. I'm Jonathan and I'm very excited to share with you this really foundational kingdom message. We're going to be doing a little bit of a Bible study today and we're going to start right here with the parable of the sower. Now, I just want to clarify first of all by saying that even though this part of the scripture is referred to as the parable of the sower, really, truly, Jesus would have called it the parable of the kingdom. In fact, all of the parables, all of the parables are about the kingdom of God. So the parable of the sower is a parable about the kingdom. The parable of the mustard seed, the parable of the lost coin, the parable of the lost sheep, the parable of the lost son, all parables are about the kingdom. So you've got to remember that Jesus Christ came to seek and to save that which was lost. That which was lost was a kingdom. So Jesus here in Matthew chapter 13, it says, Behold, a sower went out to sow. As he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them. Some fell on stony places where they did not have much earth, and they immediately sprang up because they had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. But others fell on good ground and yielded a crop, some thirty some sixty, some a hundredfold. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. I think that's really interesting, that last bit, because he said, to, to you, the mystery or secret of the kingdom of heaven has been given, but to those it has not been given. For whoever has, to him more will be given, and he who will have abundance, but whoever does not have, Even what he has will be taken away from him. That is why I speak to them in parables, because seeing they do not see, and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. So Jesus Christ here, so get this, Jesus Christ is the King. He is the King of the Kingdom of Heaven. And he has come to earth, being God, he's come to earth as a man, And he is telling us about the kingdom that he is the king of. And so Jesus Christ said that the kingdom belongs to little children. If you don't enter, if you don't accept the kingdom as a little child, you will never enter. So you and I today, we have to take this really simple message as a little child. This parable is simple. 
it's not complex. Yes, we can draw a lot of conclusions out of this. We can talk about the different types of soil. We can talk about the, the seed. We can talk about a lot of things. But really, how would a five-year-old or a six-year-old or a three-year-old receive this message? They would receive it completely. And you know, that is the difference between an adult and a child. A child receives everything. You know, if you talk to a child about Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny, they will believe you. If you tell them that, you know, you'll, you, if you promise to give them a lolly or an ice cream, they will believe you. But adults don't believe you. Adults find it more difficult to receive. So children find it so easy to receive. That's why they get bullied at school. That's why they have nightmares. You know, they, they watch a TV show and then they have nightmares. But we as adults, we can watch the TV show and sleep like a baby because our rational mind switches off and just we don't receive it. We don't receive the fear from the movie. We don't receive it. Whereas children, they are excellent receivers. They receive. They learn quickly. They learn languages quickly. They learn more than what is spoken. They are observing you. They're observing your behavior. They're like sponges. And so Jesus is saying to be a sponge. Now I'm giving you the secret of the kingdom. This parable is the most important parable. Jesus said that. He said, if you understand this parable, you will understand all of the other parables. So this parable really is the super parable. This parable, when he explains it later on, he says this is the parable that explains all the other parables. In fact, he says that this is the parable that unlocks all other parables. If you don't understand this parable, you're not going to understand the other parables. And so when Jesus explains the parable of the sower, let's go through that together. Behold, a sower went out to sow. So number one, he's explaining the kingdom of God. He's talking about a sower. Now that is Jesus. That is God. That is the Father. Now the seed is also Jesus. The seed is the word of the kingdom of God. The word of the kingdom of God is the truth. The word of the kingdom of God is the message. The word of the kingdom of God is the person of Jesus Christ. He is the embodiment of the seed. So Jesus Christ himself, his life, his 33 years on the earth, everything he did, everything he said was in itself encapsulated as the seed of the word of God. Jesus said, my words will never pass away. So Jesus himself, like a seed, was buried in the ground. Jesus Christ, like a seed, rose up out of the ground and gave us new life. Jesus Christ, like a seed, birthed us. We are the church. We are the fruit 
of the kingdom tree. And in fact, Jesus said that the mustard seed, the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed and it grows to become the biggest tree in the garden. So what we're finding 2,000 years later is, have a look, there are billions of, of Christians. You know, Jesus had 12 disciples. There were 120 people in the upper room. There were 5,000 people in that first early church in Jerusalem. But now there are, you know, over 1 billion Pentecostals in the earth. And they, there are over 1 billion Catholics. So that, that's a lot of people. Jesus came from a town that was a population of a thousand people. And now there are billions of followers in the earth. So truly his seed is bearing fruit. So you've got to remember the seed is the kingdom. So the first seed is falling on stony places on the wayside. So that's talking about people whose hearts have, you know, worries. You know, he's talking about the birds, sorry, coming and devouring the seed. Okay, so so Satan comes to steal the word. So you might have heard the word of God today, but are you going to receive it? Is it going to be understood by you this is what it is all about if you understand the word of the kingdom if your heart can receive like a child the message of the kingdom you will bear fruit really what's happening is Jesus comes to live inside of your heart you become possessed by Jesus you become filled with his Holy Spirit at that moment, you are owned by God. You are a child of God and you show that you are a child of God by obeying him. Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey me. If you love me, you will obey me. So, so the explanation of the parable of the sower, Jesus says that Satan himself steals the word. You might have heard the message before. You might have heard it many, many times, but Satan steals the word. It's like deleting an app from the hard drive. Once it's deleted, you can no longer run that rap, that app. So Jesus explains it. He talks about the seed of the kingdom. The word of God is falling on rocky ground. That's somebody who receives the app. So they download the app, they open it, but then they never use the application again. The worries of the world and the deceitfulness of wealth. So it's like you have a kingdom app on your phone, but you're always in Facebook. You're always in the video games. You're always looking at the banking. You're worried about your bank balance. You're worried about how many people like your Facebook posts. You're not opening the kingdom app. And it's not, it just, it doesn't mean you, you haven't received it. It just means you haven't yielded to it. Finally, he talks about uh, the seed uh, that 
falls among thorns, that's the one who hears the word, but the, the worries of the world ch- choke the seed and the deceitfulness of wealth. So, again, that's similar. Um, that's like, you know, you've downloaded the app on your phone, but you forget to charge your phone. You can't use your phone. It runs out of battery. The, the screen's broken. You know, you're, you're, you're just distracted. He said the seed that falls on the good soil is the one who receives the word and understands it. Now, understanding is putting it into practice. It's like, you know, when you're a teacher. I love it when I'm teaching people to make coffee. I'm, I'm a professional barista. I'm a, I'm a coffee judge. I've had a bit of experimental time roasting coffee. I've trained hundreds of baristas. Now, I love those students who, when I'm telling them about the coffee, they just want to do it. They, 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 list, they look at me and listen to me like sponges and then they can't wait to have a go. You know, Then there are other people who are looking and listening and nodding and they're too scared to have a go. They, they just want to pretend that they understood and leave. They don't want me to watch them do it. They, they're embarrassed. They, they think they're going to make a mistake. You know, this, these people who understood the word, they're the ones, I think, like the coffee people who they're listening, they're excited, they're attentive, and then they want to put it into practice. Like James said, faith without works is dead. You don't have because you don't ask. I think this is the person who, who receives the word. They believe Jesus and they obey him. I mean, this is really simple stuff, guys. <laughs> but I'm telling you, your life is about to change. Your life, because there's a grace on me for you to hear this message. There's a grace on me because I'm speaking to your spirit man i'm speaking spiritual truth i know it is so basic i know that i'm not really saying much i'm not saying much but the lord jesus christ he is the son of god he is seated at the right hand of god the father and the son are the same person and they sent the holy spirit and he rose jesus from the dead by the power of the holy ghost and he's going to raise you from the dead. He's going to bring life to your mortal body. He is so excited to reveal Jesus to you. He is so excited to illuminate the word of God so that you would explode, that every cell in your body would explode. You know, he loves your body. He loves your soul. He's the lover of your soul. He loves your emotions. He loves your mind. He loves your will. Some of you are creative people. Some of you like electronic music. Some of you like um, opera. He loves that about you. He loves you. He understands your weaknesses. He identifies you. He just wants you to receive his word and put it into practice. These are days where people are saying that they know the truth, but they, they exchanged, they don't know the truth because they exchanged the truth for a lie. And Paul said to be wary of those who have a form of godliness but denying its power. Denying its power is when you don't put his words into practice, where you don't lay hands on the sick, where you don't preach the gospel, where you don't wash each other's feet, where you don't have communion, 
where you don't lay down your life for your friends. These are the simple things that Jesus has asked us to do. So let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for the kingdom of God. Thank you that I've chosen by your leading and grace. I've chosen to enter your kingdom. I've chosen to lay down my life. I've chosen to follow Jesus. And you said it's your good pleasure to give us the kingdom. It is your good pleasure to give us the kingdom. If we ask for bread, you will not give us stone. If we ask for fish, you will not give us a snake. Lord, you give us good gifts. Oh, guys, you have the most amazing life ahead of you. Father, would you bless this person today under the sound of my voice? Lord, may you kingdomize every soul, Lord, every cell in their body, kingdomize their mind, will, and emotions. I pray that the church would be in, be in unity. I pray that the church would be one, that each person would do their part. Father, the church grows as each person does their part, and I release them right now. Antichrist is gone. Antichrist bows the knee in the name of Jesus. Jezebel bows the knee in the name of Jesus. Witchcraft and control bow the knee in the name of Jesus. The kingdom seed takes over in this person's life. Lord, the devil will wither away in front of them. Where there has been politics in their church, in their congregation, where there has been the Pharisees, the religious spirit, it is going to wither away because this person is putting their self on the altar. This person is putting their life on the altar. And in that moment now, in this moment, Lord, your fire falls. That's right. Right now, the fire falls. I said it. The fire falls on the altar The fire falls on the altar of the sacrifice of your life. Would you put your life down now on the altar? Jesus, I will serve you. Jesus, I will follow you. Jesus, I will obey you. Jesus, I will put into practice your words. I am your word on the earth. I will be Jesus Christ on the earth. As the Father sent me, Jesus said, so am I sending you. So go, go, go into all the earth. I am sending you. I said, I'm sending you, says the Lord. I'm sending you. I'm sending you into the earth in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Lord, just open their eyes to see who they really are. Open their eyes to see how they look in the spirit. God, would you silence the voices of the enemy? Lord, would you stop them from watching distractions on the the internet and, and on the radio? Lord, would you lead them to listen to good preachers and, and good people in Jesus' name that would lead them to Christ? Lord, would you take away the distractions? Would you take out the enemy? Look, every one of you is a chain breaker. Every one of you have the power of God and the ability to cut off the demonic, to cut off the yoke of the enemy, to set people free. As you lay hands on the sick, 
they will recover. You are salt and light. I see you and I pray that God would open your eyes to see how you are being sent. You are like a flame of fire. You are like light. You are like light and salt in Jesus' name. So just be salty and be the illumination of God for those around you. You know, God wants you to move in the power of God more than you do. God wants to answer your prayers more than you want him to answer them. But he's just going to give you a little push. Would you let him? I do. Lord, push me. Give, give you a little push over the edge into fruitfulness. Sometimes it's a pruning, isn't it? It's a discipline. It's a rebuke. <laughs> it's a push. <laughs> you know, his push may not be the, the million-dollar tats lotto, you know. <laughs> the push might not be problems going away. The push, it's going to be an encounter. You know, you want the presence of God. You want the power of God, but you, you are the presence of God to other people. You are the power of God to other people. You don't even know how much they see God on you. You are a testimony. You are the evidence that Jesus Christ is sitting at the right hand of God because you're here, because you're alive, because you're standing I just feel like God's congratulating you for standing. He's congratulating you for being alive and, and for just remaining because the kingdom seed in you is an imperishable seed. Everything else is going to be shaken, but what cannot be shaken is going to remain. And you and I are standing on the rock of Jesus Christ. And whatever comes, you cannot be shaken. Rejoice that you are standing with Jesus. Rejoice that you are standing on the rock. You don't have to worry about the waves crashing. You don't have to worry about the wind and the storm because you are firmly established because you are one who obeys the king. You are one who understands the parable of the sower. And along with that parable, you understand all things you are going to come into a place of understanding all things of not needing needing anyone to teach you because you have the holy spirit <laughs>